I need to be more forgiving of my like setup, uh, my voice, the things I do on stream or whatever, and stop like trying to achieve this like technological perfection. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Too much energy. Hooray! Your silver bolt. Blah, 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 Beast Wars once and for all. Cheetor, what have you done? I am giving this episode no Energon. What yeah. are you, a Quintesson? This is no Energon. Fuck it. I, I can't. Sigma you balls, Gary. Sh- episode 80 of too much energon the weekly podcast where we talk about beast war shit and talk shit about beast wars coming to you live from a mysterious floating mountain or floating head somewhere on planet energon or planet megatron i'm the siege one of your hosts and i'm neo cal how how are we doing this week cal of the neo uh start trying to start to work out Again, um, didn't take baby steps. I didn't realize I had been inactive and un- unhealthy for so long. So jumping back into uh, boxing, um, even VR boxing. Um, hmm. Let me tell you, I didn't know so many muscles could individually hurt. The yeah, following I be- day. Yeah, I believe we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, when uh, Lady Glitch was on the podcast. Yeah, I was just talking about walking. <laughs> yeah, I just walking. My legs hurt. And now I've been doing uh, like Thrill of the Fight. Only done it like four times uh, on VR. And oh man, you don't realize how much you like squat and, and weave. And you also have this thing on your head. And <laughs> it, it, it works, man. It's you're like oh it's like shadow boxing like like how much could it hurt but how uh, how does it compare to uh, the the classic that is Wii Sports bowling? Um, pretty bad for bowling because it's just a dude <laughs> in front of you trying to trying to hit you. Um, we, we sorry Wii Sports <laughs> box. I completely misspoke there. Wii Sports boxing. You know, there's probably a VR bowling game though. Uh, there there has to be there has to be uh, as to whether it's as good as um uh uh milo's astro lanes what was that it what was that stupid nintendo 64 game i have no idea i i was pretty excited to read a little while ago though that uh apparently there is a wii sports sequel coming out for the nintendo switch called appropriately that. enough uh we are uh, Nintendo Switch Sports. I believe we Ooh. talked about that on our Patreon. Bit, yeah. Oh, it was Milo's Astro Lanes on the 64. Wow. Go my memory. You ever play that? Never even heard of it. It's a bowling game in space. See, I uh, thought you were talking about um, 
what is it, Astro's Playhouse on the uh, the the PS5, that free game that comes with the PS5. That's what I, I like thought it. you were getting at. It, it's weird. It, it kind of blows your mind. It's a it's a good like, hey, check out what the PS5 can do like tech demo. Yeah, gotta it, gotta use that uh, the, those dual sense uh, features where you can because eventually developers will forget all about them. <laughs> That's right, because that is the way that always goes with uh, with uh, the, those new controller gimmicks that they try to introduce. Yeah, I remember with the everybody's like, oh boy, DualShock Five or whatever. Here we go, or it's called something else now. I don't care. The the Dual Sense, Dual Sense or whatever. And then, much to my surprise, um, people were like, "Wait, this is way better." What? I, I've heard it nothing got like about resounding it. like a praise. I, I've heard nothing but good things about it, but I'm. I I'm still not entirely convinced that it's not going to go the exact same way as every other controller. Well, well you come over and we're, I'll plug in my 64 and we play Milo's Astro Lanes <laughs> and <laughs> with a dual me. sense with a dual sense five while we're and playing then, while we're playing a boxing game on the VR. <laughs> we'll do we'll do the that worst all, that can happen. We'll we'll do that all at once. You know, somewhat one of us might end up getting like smacked in the face with a with a PS5 controller. It happens. Uh, it, it, well, it has built-in airbags, so you'll be. You'll be fine. Oh, okay, okay. I uh, that could be true. I don't have a PlayStation Five, so just I don't try know. throwing it across the room. Just try. I don't know. Try. No, I probably Springs never come out. <laughs> I probably never will have a PS5 either. No. Not at that price. Uh, not at that price. Not at that scarcity. Plus, I'm kind of. I talked about this, I think, last week, maybe. Uh, but I'm kind of at a point where I'm. Maybe I talked about it in a preamble. He doesn't want a know. Game Pass and chill, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm an Xbox guy. Uh, I'm wearing an Xbox hat right now that I'm quite fond of. Um, I have an Xbox t shirt. Um, but it it comes down to like uh, Xbox is my preferred platform of choice, and I'm getting to a point where I'm sick of having content spread aco- across like multiple devices, mul- like separate multiple separate ecosystems. So I'm like, okay, for phones, I'm, I'm I I like I like iPhones, so I'm just sticking with that. I'm not bouncing back and forth between iPhone and Android anymore. Sticking with iPhones. Um, in literally every previous console generation, I've bounced back and forth or I've owned both consoles concurrently. And now I'm just like, no, from this gen onward, I'm just, it's just Xbox. Mm. Um, I'm only buying, uh, movies and TV shows now on, uh, on iTunes because like I own content across so many different storefronts and I'm like, just tired of it. I'm going to be the opposite. I just PlayStation from here on out. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. Um, One of the cool things about the, the, I know what you mean. It's like video games are becoming like cable packages. I've got Epic games. I got GOG. I got Steam. And I'm like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Then I don't physically own like any of them. I think the last physical copy of a, 
PC game I have. Theme park on the Sega Genesis. <laughs> My game console doesn't even have a disk drive. No. Is this the future? Um, digital. P- PS5. Um, it, it comes with this PS5 collection, um, w- which was interesting. And it has like God of War, Until Dawn. Uh, there's basically like, uh, I think it's like 16 games that it, Last of Us, uh, that it just, it's like, hey, you want a PS5? Here you go. So that's kind of nice. It pads that like investment. And as somebody who never bought a lot of the games on there, I'm like, oh, cool. I, I get to try God of War now. That uh, that God of War, that's a good game. I keep being told that. And then it's every time I'm like, oh, I'm looking for a game. Maybe I should play Nier Automata. Okay, okay, I beat that. Um, I love Nier Automata. Ooh, there's God of Elbert oh, Elden Ring. And so it just keeps getting pushed back. And then when this weird thing happens where somebody's like, oh, when God of War came out four years ago, and I'm like, yeah. no, it didn't. It came out last year. And I'm like, yeah, 2018. Oh, fuck. I played it uh, 2019, I think. 2019. Yeah, 2019. The, the years move by quickly for me keeping track of media. Uh, the years have been moving by quickly in general. Like, what was it? <laughs> I was like, late. oh, th- theme park on the Sega Genesis, which we were talking about before recording. What is that? Like a 22-year-old game? We like looked it up and it's almost 30, 30 years. And it's like, oh, wow. Can you imagine like showing like the next generation or the young generation like at the moment being like, this is what we grew up playing and showing them like theme park or like Tetris on the Game Boy. <laughs> right. And then being like, wow, these are unplayable. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, I, I find a lot of the time when I try and go back and play like old games from like the 8 and 16-bit era, if it wasn't a game that I didn't grow up playing, if I'm playing it now for the first time, like 95% of the time, I'm like, I, I can't even stomach it. I'm like, no, just can't do it. It's too dated. And everybody wants to play like, oh, I enjoy like going and playing arcade games and doing this and like checking out old games. No, you don't. We're admitting our flaws and it's like, oh, Gauntlet. Remember Gauntlet? Yeah. And I went back and played Gauntlet. <sighs> it's fucking garbage. <laughs> it's probably uh, I see- like fun with a few friends like way back in the day, but... I have lots of memories uh, associated with uh, Gauntlet, the original Gauntlet, and also Gauntlet Legends. Um, Same, both games. So yeah, I, I I can go back and play them and be like, yeah, this is a fun little nostalgia bomb. But for ten minutes, exactly. That, that that's where I was going with that for like ten minutes, and then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna turn this off now and um, go uh, wow. go go play. I, can't believe I beat this else. multiple times. <laughs> Yeah, it's some things don't necessarily age well. Uh, on the other hand, I played um, like Monkey Island, like right. HD or something like that. Yeah, um, the, the Secret of Monkey Island Special Edition. I, I had that on Xbox Live Arcade on my 360 back in like 2009, 2010. Loved it. Shit's it, great. Yeah, so I, that is not true for all games, clearly. No, it's not. It definitely depends on the type of game. 
too. Those, those point-and-click adventure games, I find, for the most part, if they're well-made, they do age quite well. Mm-hmm. And if, uh, like, the jokes are timeless, right? And, and if they actually land... Um, my I don't name do... is Guybrush Threepwood. <laughs> Prepare to die. Wait, there was recent news about that. Yeah, yeah. There's a uh, a new uh, Monkey Island game coming from the uh, from the the creator of the, the original game. Um, maybe we'll talk more about that on our Patreon show, Lasercomb tonight. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, what 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 do we got in the in the barrel for this one? Well. Before we get to that, uh, I just wanted oh, to no. mention that I got my hands on a Studio Series 86 Perceptor, Perceptor figure. Perceptor, Perceptor. Anyway. Battle David in the flesh. Uh, <laughs> the, the, AKA the microscope guy from Transformers the movie. I had the original G1 toy. He was one of my favorites, so I was pretty excited about this. Uh, Honestly, I think that's a cool one. It's... I like that he's not just a weapon. He's science, man. <laughs> yeah, he's science. He's doing some science. Uh, you'll also science. notice behind me that uh, I finally, oh, like, I finally transformed the unholy abomination that is Supreme Class Beast Machines Cheetor into Beast Mode. Um, Audio listeners, he he sent me a picture of it uh, from the side, like up close, and um, still looks <laughs> still looks a little off, but. Uh, it's it's close. It's closer to being show accurate than any other version of Cheetor I've seen, Beast Machines Cheetor that I've seen. Yeah. Um. So he's in beast mode behind me. I also got a shattered glass. Star Scream. Oh, what the heck? Yeah, it's like a a white and red and blue. And shattered star scream uh shattered glass is the transformers universe uh, transformers franchises version of the mirror universe from star trek so ah, in, uh, let me guess he's a uh charismatic and trustworthy fellow and uh he is a brilliant and noble scientist trying to save cybertron uh, so in the Shattered Glass universe, the Decepticons are the good guys. The Autobots are like tyrannical overlords. Um, I have a Shattered Glass Optimus Prime, which is uh, a redeco of the Earthrise Optimus Prime, but he's purple and dark blue. Yeah, that one's pretty rad. Yeah, very, very nice deco on that figure. Uh, he came in a two-pack that also came with a uh, Shattered Glass Ratchet which is mm -hmm. a beast figure. And a little while ago, I picked up a Shattered Glass Megatron, which is a redeco of the Siege, Meg War for Cybertron Siege Megatron, which I have an Earthrise Megatron, but the the uh, the mold is slightly different, so I didn't feel like I was just buying a redeco. And uh, I ended up picking up this Starscream as well, because I have an Earthrise Starscream, which his alt mode is his earth like jet mode like you see in the cartoon yeah but this is a redeco of the war for cybertron siege starscream where his alt mode is a cybertron cybertronian jet the the flying triangles essentially the, the sci-fi future yeah. jet yes yeah. so again i didn't feel like i was just buying the same figure over and over again 
and indeed i actually like i've come to really like this figure and when you put him into uh when you put him into his flying tri flying pyramid mode um he's actually a very like solid figure like i uh i i showed it to a friend of mine the other day and i was like hey check this out and they they picked it up and i was like this is gonna sound weird but like squeeze it like it's a very well it's a very solid figure and they did and were like oh yeah like this this feels like really sturdy and not flimsy at all like some transformers do anyone listening to this is at least like partially aware that of the toy line transformers <laughs> is involved in if they yes. don't own like dozens of them of them themselves and so you must there's something satisfying when it's fully transformed and it like keeps its pose versus like the joints being like loose yeah like uh, so i know exactly what, what you mean and yeah like by it uh, being solid like when it's transformed it is it's not just you're not going to pick it up and like a part of it's accidentally going to swing down and the wing the wing is off yeah 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 so uh overall great figures um actually i found the the the, the series of events that led me to finding perceptor is uh, uh kind of interesting um so i was at i i was at work and uh there's down the road from my workplace there is a uh, mexican restaurant that i've grown fond of as of late so usually on sunday because uh, I mentioned this before, but I work Sunday to Thursday and Sunday. So usually on Sundays, I will take my break very late because this place, uh, I start at seven in the morning and this place opens at 11. So I'll go for my break halfway through my day and uh, I'll like walk up the road and go get like a, a like a vegan chorizo burrito from there. Um, that rolls off the tongue. Vegan chorizo burrito. Um but so, yeah, so I, I've been doing that like every Sunday for the past like couple months now, because uh, prior to that, I was usually just going to Subway or buying stuff from the, the deli of the grocery Subway, store man. that I work at. And I just got so sick of both of them that I'm like, I need to find something else in the area <laughs> that that because uh, uh, I'm just tired. I, I'm tired of bringing a lunch. I'm tired of eating the like crappy deli food here. And I'm tired of eating fucking Subway all the time. <laughs> So I found this place, so that kind of mixes it up a bit. So I was okay walking with Subway if it wasn't as expensive as it is. Oh, it's getting even more expensive, and their menu is getting even more and more limited. <laughs> I remember one time when they were like, "Ooh, lobster!" My friend and I are like, "Do you want to? Do you want to put on suits and go buy <laughs> double meat, like lobster sub footlongs?" And he was like, "Yeah, we both had jobs where we had suits anyway, so." After work, we, we went to Subway, like tie, dress shirt, suit jacket. And we're like, ah, oh, one foot long lobster, please. And we, you know, got like extra cheese and um, like, I think it, avocado like makes it more expensive and like got double yeah. meat, which is, was another like $8 or something like that. So we had $25 like subs. We like took pictures of us like <laughs> with like a four fork and a knife like, and plate jokes Eating on you stupid. they used imitation lobster <laughs> they also What's don't ha they also don't have uh the the lobster subs anymore 
Rip in peace. Rip yeah, in peace. Rip in what pieces. is that? Uh, uh, what's that? Uh, imitation crab fish called a haddock? Or I, I, I don't know. Um, Pollock. 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 Apparently. Pollock um, fish. But anyway, so I. <laughs> I was walking to this burrito place this past Sunday and a fucking seagull shat all over just like shat, like dive bombed, like shat all over my hat. You piece of shit. <laughs> I was so, I was so mad. It, it's the hat that I'm wearing right now. And I was so mad because I had just bought this fucking hat. Like this happened this past Sunday. I just bought it the previous Wednesday. So I bought it like four days earlier. I was so fucking basically mad. brand new. Yeah, I bought it like four days earlier. I'd only worn it like twice. It cost me like 30 bucks. I was so mad. So I just like took my hat off and just like threw it in the trash right away. I'm like, I'm not fucking around with this. Oh, dude, I, I've got like it was like covered in disgusting green seagull shit like I and like, I, was, I was on my break so i'm like i'm not gonna carry around a like hat covered in like oh, gross seagull shit. yeah so i just got mad and threw it away so after work uh, i bought i bought this hat at gamestop so after work i went and uh went back to gamestop to see if they had another one turns out they had one more they had one left so I bought it, and that's the one that I'm wearing right now. I re replaced the hat. But also while I was there, I found Perceptor, which was a figure that I had been looking for for a while. So I'm like, so I'm like, uh, uh, someone had told me, uh, Lady Glitch, uh, my, uh, my, my partner, Lady Glitch, had told me, she's been on a couple of episodes of the show, she had told me, she's like, oh, they say it's good luck when that happens. And I'm like, well, I guess we'll, remains to be seen. But later that day, I went to GameStop to replace the uh, the the shat upon hat, and what happened? I found a transformer that I had been looking for for the past couple of months, quite yeah, completely by random. So I'm like, all right, maybe it's an expensive good luck, but <laughs> it's an expensive good luck, but uh, but I got there anyway. Speaking of getting there, this is episode 80 of Too Much Energon, and this week we are talking about the what is it? The oh, it's another three part, right? There was a three part, yeah, a single yeah. episode, and a three part, <laughs> and, an, and another three parter, another trilogy. Endgame, a mag one. <laughs> magnum opus. This is episode twenty-four overall of Beast Machines. Uh, Endgame, part one, the downward spiral. It originally aired on November fourth, two thousand, and the episode opens with uh, Megatron and the Viacons uh, mobilizing. A bunch of Viacons, like they're getting ready for war, getting ready to uh, to rock uh, to rock the vote. They or, are, <laughs> or not rock the vote. I don't know. I don't even. So Viacons do a bunch of Viacon bullshit. <laughs> Viacons do a bunch of Viacon bullshit, and Megatron. Where's he getting them, and how's he controlling them? I... Wasn't he controlling them through the head, the Mega Head? He Which was, is now yeah. maximal HQ, listeners. Well, we haven't been. <laughs> it is. It is. But we we talked about this last episode because. Um, you notice all the Viacon drones are all Strika and Obsidian and Thrust drones. And right, those are under the control of 
they're those are under the control of the Viacon generals who are now loyal to Megatron. So they're the ones controlling them. So even they're if just, he goes offline, they're they just still control them. That they, they they still control them, but they're now listening to me. They're actually like by choice allied and allied with and listening to Megatron. Now, in my head, yes. If I was a great general and I had to side beside an evil like wizard and an evil wizard and like maximals who genuinely want to like restore balance and and do good and don't believe in tyranny and want everybody to have free will and I claim that I have Cybertron's best interest in heart wouldn't choose Megatron here especially after he's been reduced to um a diagnostic drone. Diagnostic drone body. Um, so I, Which I he, kind of doubt their strategic genius. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you know what, maybe, though? But maybe their time serving under Megatron, maybe they're just swayed to his cause at this point. Corrupted, reprogrammed, yeah. indoctrinated. There, there you go. That, I was going to ask that. Yeah, it's like, well, they're clearly not of sound mind, kind of like how Rhinox wasn't. Yeah. So they've got say Rhinox wasn't of sound mind. He had just been, he'd been changed by his experience. And so maybe that's what's happened with the, uh, with the, the, with Obsidian and Stryka here at this point, they've, um, I wonder what could have like done it. Like we don't, the time is like confusing. Like we, we've been joking. Hey, maybe it's been like a million years and everybody's been stuck in like a black void. And that's why they're like crazy. Um, and the Maximals are normal because they just got here. Well, yeah, like we we actually don't have no idea how long uh, because Megatron, when he was on the Autobot shuttle in like transwarp space, uh, broke free. And that let him arrive at Cybertron much sooner than the other Maximals, but we don't know how long that... enough to completely like take over and... enough to completely take over. So presumably it's been a really long time, but we don't know how long exactly five years, 5,000. Yeah. Several hundred, who knows? Enough um, to make the sparks kind of like Silverbolt is a good example. He's like bitter and angry and not himself. Yeah. Rhinox too. So it's like, what did they go through? Hmm. Yeah. I, I'm sure questions will all be answered. At the I, end I'm of these sure. Machines. I, I'm sure any and all of these questions that we are going to have over the course of the next couple of episodes uh, will be answered in, yeah. in satisfactory fashion. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, speaking of Megatron being in a like like rinky dinky diagnostic <laughs> drone body, he is all like, "Oh, curse this useless body that I have! I need an upgrade, but I don't have time to make to design a new body from the ground up. I'll have to use existing schematics." Oh yes, I found the perfect one. I actually remember what he chooses, and. Oh. And he uh, he says how appropriate or how fitting or something like that. And let me tell you, it kind of is. But I will have mm. something to say about that. Um, I'm guessing that's the next. 
Uh, I can't remember if it's the next episode or if it's in the final episode, mm. but he, um, he, he, he confronts the Maximals one final time, uh, in the final episode in this, uh, his final form. Yes. Interesting. His uh, final digivolution. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> yeah. And it, uh, it, it's some, uh, some sweet, sweet irony there. Uh, but anyway, Mm. Uh, uh, but but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Megatron's like, yes, I need to. I need a new body, and this is the one that I will choose. But we we don't we don't find out what it is in this episode. Okay. But he um he's like, blast! I we need to attack Megahead right now. We need those goddamn sparks. I don't want to hear any of your useless bullshit. I don't want to hear any excuses. I don't want. I want none of that. No, attack my head, damn it. No ifs, ends, or buts. <laughs> Go, <laughs> get my uh, head. <laughs> and so inside Megahead, the uh, the Maximals are chilling out. And, and um, um, plant, plant Lady is like looking a little translucent. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but uh, we, we find out through some dialogue that the 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 weaponry on megahead is tied to megatron's energy signature so they they can't use the weapons on megahead they can live there they can fly around they can raise the shield but they can't use the weaponry at all and so fingerprint password retina scanner you know that that kind of bullshit and so uh, uh i think it's night scream is like well let's just let the sparks out then and Silverbolt, Silver yeah. Silverbolt agrees. He's like, yeah, let's. I I agree. Let's Just let this let, let, let him the, go. Let the sparks out. Let them. Uh, at least that'll give us a, a a fighting chance because we'll have you know allies against the Beacon army. And Gary's like, no, that's not what we're gonna do. We need to stop Megatron first. And I'm like, I'm kind of on Night Scream and Silverbolt's side here. This is where the episode um, starts to starts to lose you. Starts to unravel because they do a lot of contradictory things that just kind of feel to me they're prolonging and milking this out. In a best case scenario, what were you going to do with them anyway? Put them uh, back in their bodies. Why not just do that now? Yeah. And it's and, like, oh, well, you need to like reconstruct their bodies and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, well, how? Go, by hand? Their trap go out there. There are literal killing fields full of their bodies. They're like sparkless bodies. Presumably, once you let them go, they're just going to like fly back to them. And if their bodies are too damaged, then I guess they die. So I understand him wanting to save as many of the sparks as possible. But he's but, like, uh, no, he's like, no, we can't let them out until we stop Megatron and then reformat Cybertron. And I think at one point someone even asks, he's like, well, how are we going to do that? And he's like, I don't know. So it's like, okay, so you have a vague, I you don't even have a plan. You have a vague idea of what you want to accomplish mm -hmm. and other people are presenting <laughs> something. Uh, something that would be strategically advantageous and you're just saying no 
the the episode already lost me at this point because I'm like, no, this is like, this is like, this is just Gary, like being, this is Gary saying some saying and doing some Gary bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. He, he's smoking the, uh, the organics, um, harnessing his inner, uh, his inner Oracle and, uh, coming up with some, uh, some, some, uh, some Gary memes. Uh, I'm pretty sure, um, yeah, did we post it? Yeah, I like posted like a really bad like MS Paint like version of like a uh, a screenshot of Primal like smoking it up and saying something about uh to grow the seed <laughs> you must fucking smoke the seed. I I don't remember, but yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like I feel like that is out of all the memes, out of all the screenshots that you could like make out of the show that is kind of like quintessential like beast machines right like primal kind of just being like oh we could do that but like what if we like meditate and like under like the umbrella tree and just like like you know absorb the knowledge that like like biology gives us man (laughs) (laughs) and everyone else is like okay but like we should we should we should do something other than like meditate and like dreamscape oh man just don't worry about it man here here's the bong take take a fucking take a fucking hoot man you'll you'll see exactly what i'm talking about what do you mean you don't want to you narc you you fucking narc (laughs) (laughs) and like silverbolt is like we don't have time for that shit we've got more important things going on and Gary's like, man, man, you're fucking, you're harsh in my buzz here. You're fucking bumming Ever me out, since dude. we, like, saved your ungrateful ass, like, <laughs> you're such a downer, man. <laughs> uh, Rat Tribe brings out those uh, those doohickeys that he's been using for the past and few episodes. And they're like, Rat Trap. And he's like, wait, no, they're different now. And let me tell you, this is the most useless gimmick in the entire show <laughs> and it yeah. doesn't help them in uh, fact it, not to get ahead not to get ahead of myself but when they use them for the first time it takes the vehicons or at least most of the enemy vehicons like two and a half seconds to be like oh that's yeah, what these do yeah it it works very temporarily it's like in um star trek uh the next generation when they go up against the borg i knew you're gonna say when they cloak cloak in quotes themselves against the borg by no, changing that, their no no what i was gonna say was uh when they go up against the borg and they uh th- they have they they program their tricorders to like remodulate their their or not tricorders their uh phasers to remodulate the phaser frequency so it's like they can shoot like three or four boards you can kill like three or four of them but, but then, then they'll that just fifth adapt. shot they'll start to adapt and then it just injures them and after like and the sixth it, or eighth eighth and, shot like they're and then they're 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 completely shielded to it so that's kind of what this is like it's like okay so you can fool vehicons for a couple of minutes a couple of minutes and they waste it they waste it right away i could <laughs> see this being effective against mindless vehicon drones but like they're sticking the generals with them and the generals are smart enough to be like what 
and pull the thing off and be like, oh, this bullshit again. It works for like 20 seconds. They shoot like two of their drones and then I can't, uh, Stryka. Yeah. No, um, Obsidian. Obsidian, uh, takes it off his back and he goes, oh. and then immediately tells the others. And Thrust is like, yep, I'm figuring it out too. And I'm like, meanwhile, the, the Maximals are hiding behind like a corner going, <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like what time did that buy you what have you been doing okay so the maximals uh oh. down here it's what it's night scream black arachnia and silverbolt uh can you uh fill me in on exactly what they were doing why why did they leave Wait, megahead know, in the first place <laughs> okay so it's not just me then i I just freaking watched this episode, and I'm like, I'm gonna need Christopher to explain. No, this I, I, when I was when I was watching, I'm like, why the fuck did they even leave Megahead in the first place? I, I, I don't understand. It's like you guys are holed up in Megahead. You, we established that you have a shield to protect you. You can't fight back, but you're protected at least for a certain amount of time against enemy bombardment, and you have all the sparks. So, like why but rat trap is like hey, i got these doohickeys you know i upgraded them so now they make people hallucinate um, So basically they're like oh genius uh rat trap you combined the oh, i got ahead of myself uh you, he combined his um tracker disruptors with holodeck holotape uh technology so yeah. when you put it on people and you put multiples on other people you could change it so they look like other transformers yeah yeah so yeah so the the shtick here is that uh it makes the vehicons think that other vehicons are the maximals and the first time they use them they stick one on the back of a few uh they stick one on the back of obsidian and a few of his like uh, what are they like helic hel vehicon helicopter his, his his drones his drones and then they go run and hide. And it's like, if you could sneak up on Obsidian, shouldn't you have just taken them out? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, they're Maximals. They don't kill. And it's like, okay, I get that. But like you have tasers and stuff. It's shown that you have disabled them temporarily. Um, Night Scream's freaking like vampire thing. So instead, yeah. they they literally like this is a looney tunes episode they sneak up they put all these things on all the drones and obsidian and then go and like peek from behind the wall as it's happening and the goal this is what a uh, primal said on the mega head he's like go buy us some time okay Th that's it i'm, that, I'm rewatching that, it now it. <laughs> it's okay. like go buy us some time and it's like did that did did it <laughs> Or are they just fucking around? <laughs> they're, they're just fucking around. Like, okay, so, yeah, so yeah. They, they have that. Yeah. Um, that that's that's a trick. That's like an ace in the sleeve, and the enemy finds it out right away. Like, actually, like fifteen seconds in. Right. And so I'm like, and then five more minutes goes by, and five more minutes goes by, and that's the shtick for like three like quarters of the episode, man. They run, they, they put these things on them. Oh, and then uh, what's the, the other plot? The other plot is uh, Botanica um, Botanic needs to juice up. Yeah, so because Botanica, it let, yeah, this, this episode sucks, so we can just like blow through it. Um, so it's bad, but Botanica's like, oh, water, 
so thirsty. Yeah, so uh, Botanica is like starting to fade out. Like she's been like she's uh like a character in reboot who's been hit with a magnet on their head. She's going translucent. You could see um her spark, but like something that's reminiscent of a nervous system. Right. Faintly and, glowing as the, her outer body becomes more and more. And she's getting weak, she's getting weaker and weaker. And they're like, oh, what's wrong with her? And Rattrap fills us in that because the shield is up, she's not connected to the planet's organic core. And so that's making her weak. And I'm like, that is not how organic life works, motherfuckers. It's not Bruh. like a, it's <laughs> not like it's not like a fucking Wi-Fi signal that's being blocked here or is it no that's not how organic life works and i figured this is what i figured because the shields are up oh yeah did we even mention yeah okay so they're gonna play a defensive game which pisses me off too because they have shields around megahead so when all the drones come and attack megahead which they haven't done till now i <laughs> i guess um they just put up the shields and they're acting defensively. They can't fire back. Well, they haven't done it yet because uh, Megatron was gone. Yeah. If you recall. And right. now he's right. back. So immediately, as soon as he got back and Obsidian and Stryka are like, yes, we, we support, we're with you, Lord Megatron. So now he actually has the Viacon armies, um, not under his direct control anymore, but following his lead. So immediately they and immediately they they started to mobilize against uh megahead to try and get the sparks back so and yes yeah, so, so that's, that, that that's that part the goal they're sense. trying to get the sparks back but he's like oh we'll destroy the megahead if we have to so uh megatron is very all or nothing right right now it's like kill them all or get the sparks back right um eh, and i get that megatron even says like Oh, we'll just keep firing um, until their energy reserves, until the shield doesn't work anymore. Yeah, the shield won't last forever. And so I'm with Rat Trap's decision in this. He does something against uh, Primal's orders in order to save Botanica. Uh, he attaches a little device to her and puts her in an escape pod. And yeah, the little device matches the, the the little device basically does the start the like opposite of the like star trek phaser borg thing where it like temporarily like remodulates the the frequency of the shield to allow the this probe that he puts botanica in to get through it so she can go back and be like connected to the the planet's organic core again. that makes me think what if she needs to be uh the earth like the the planet's mag magnetic energy and with the shield up, it blocks that magnetic. She's a plant, though. And it literally shows her dig her roots into the, the ground and go, ah, I'm alive. Yeah, so I, it's yeah. never shown that until now. Like, she's been hanging out in the head, hasn't she? Or has she? I, I guess I, not. I, I don't know. I don't remember. I guess she's <laughs> OP, but only on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's what Rat Trap does. Um, but uh, Megatron being himself, he's like, ooh, huh? 
And he goes over and because the Maximals are dumb and didn't grab it and take it with them, he Megatron finds um, this little device. Yeah, say what you want about Megatron, but like he is fucking brilliant. Like, he's he's the only, and not in a um, like, haha. I'm going to like show you how smart I am by like changing, revealing information that the 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 viewer didn't know until now. I hate that. Uh, that's very badly written Sherlock Holmes kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, I like that. Given the information presented. Megatron uses that same logic and turns it around. I think he's easily the best written um, character on the on the show, even though he's insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Like, because he's he's intelligent and he's dangerous. So he he figures out immediately like what this little doohickey does. So he radios his Viacon generals and is like, is like, listen up, boys. I want you to remodulate your phasers to this frequency right now. Yes. And so they do, and they start firing. Yeah, right. he's like transmitting data now. And uh yeah, it works. They're able their uh their energy blasts. That's some Star Trek bullshit. <laughs> it is some Star Trek bullshit. Uh and I this is actually this this stuff I about the episode I actually like because it is Star Trek bullshit. <laughs> I, yeah, it was fine. I don't. I don't say that in a negative way. Um. Uh. So yeah, because uh, they were yeah, gonna lose anyway. Because what? They're just gonna keep the shields up until they run out of energy. Energon. Yeah. Yeah. But this is more. Uh, that that dramatic. that is that is some Stargate uh, Stargate Atlantis bullshit right there. Just keeping the shield up as long as you can and hope hoping for the best. And then in the last minute, something's going to turn the battle around. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, uh, not only do I like Star Trek, I also really like Stargate, too. Anybody listening from, like, episode one is like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know if I've ever talked about Stargate. You know what? Stargate. That's a good point. I, don't, I, I know we've referenced Stargate on our... Um, uh, on our uh, reboot podcast, Many Alpha times, America. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if we've ever, we've ever talked about Stargate on this. It all blurs show. for me. But yeah, I'm this I'm too much energy on. That's a good point. Yeah, and I, I I try to make a point of not cross pollinating jokes between shows Fair. as much as possible because, like you know, like some listener like that kind of leaves some listeners in the dark. And you don't but, want that. No, and you don't want that. So like. If it comes up, I try to at least like add context and explain like, hey, this is a joke from this other show that we do. Yada, yada, mm -hmm. yada. But yeah, yeah. so I, I, I don't know if I've ever actually talked about Stargate on this show in particular. But uh, yeah, I like Stargate. So yeah, leaving the shield Stargate. Leaving the shield up and just hoping for the best is very Stargate <laughs> Atlantis. <laughs> I actually have the complete series of Atlantis on uh, on Blu-ray. I should go back and watch it. I should. I've only that watched like the first eight. That show is coming up on it. That show premiered in uh, uh, 2004, so it's coming up on being 20 years old at this point. And and now Cal is like, ooh, huh? <laughs> ooh, huh? Wow, man. Uh, anyway. Born. Uh, anyway, when so. When Stargate Atlantis came out are old enough to vote old enough to vote and die for our country god damn it 
But Weird. not drink or smoke. No. Yeah, figure that one out. Yeah, that's never made any sense to me. I, I, I this is a slight tangent, but I, I've always maintained that it should just be like 18 or 19. I don't care which at this point in my life, but it should be 18 or 19 for everything across the board. Yeah. Driving, uh, adult entertainment, uh, dying for your country, uh, buying a gun, alcohol, just you're an adult. Go. Yeah. Yeah. The, the fact that it's like this, like varying different ages, depending on what it is. I'm like, no, that's stupid. Yeah. It's really weird that you can like go and serve like a, a like a, a, what's it called? A, a certain amount of time when you spend a t- in another a tour. A tour. Yeah. yeah. Go serve like a tour for like the military and like come back and you're still not drinking age. Yeah. So you trust me to go over and like die and like kill. (laughs) You trust me to go and kill for you, but you won't let me have a fucking beer afterward. Like, no, that that's, that's bananas. It's very bananas. (laughs) Yeah. Like you said, 18, 19, whatever, make up your mind and you're an adult. Have at it. Yeah. 18, 19, 20, 21. Again, I, at this point in my life, I don't care what it is, what the number is. Just make it the same number across the board. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Yeah. So let our boy Cheetor drink. Like he, he's, he's been serving like the the maximal military for like two years. And this guy can't, can't go to a bar and get a energon shake. Right. Uh, so, so to, uh, uh, to move on and start wrapping this up because, yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, this episode sucks. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, Megatron transmits this signal that lets the Viacon drones like fire directly through and the shield. And they blast the fuck out of Megahead. And Megahead goes down in actually quite spectacular fashion. Like I actually, I really like this is like i dug the episode from here on out oh the last like the last like, like five seconds five minute minutes or so yeah you're right you're right the, la- the last few minutes of the episode are actually pretty good yeah. uh it's the last let me tell you the last few minutes are what's uh are the only thing that are that is saving this episode from the fabled no energon rating for me Oh, we we don't we don't talk about no energon. <laughs> we don't we don't, we don't talk. Actually, the same though. Like I was like, oh, the, this episode was close. Bad, yeah. This episode was close. But the last that... few minutes, it's like emotional and impactful. Yeah. So um, so Megahead goes down in spectacular fashion. Uh, uh. The sparks are fine, though. Well, Gary and Cheetor are like, Rattrap, what the fuck did you do? And Rattrap's like, oh, what I had to. Um, but Rattrap, like, pulls, pull, does some, like, last-minute shenanigans where he erects a uh, stasis field around the spark chamber so that at right. least with Megahead crashes that the sparks will be fine, which I'm like, good on you. Good on you, Rattrap. At least, like you, you, you done goofed, but like you're at least, uh, you're you're at least trying to. Make... I think he did the right thing because they were going to get through the shield anyway. Uh, you, you could argue that the Maximals could have figured something else out. Like you said, pulled a Stargate Atlantis. They they, they could have pulled a Stargate Atlantis. We're just like held the shields up as long as possible and just hope that like. 
they could pull a rabbit out of their ass. Um, alas, and, and uh, alas, we will we'll never know. No, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Megahead crashes. Sparks are fine. Uh, yeah, the sparks are fine, and the the ending dialogue is good. He's like, "You did what you had to." Like I, I, I know that. So it's like, oh, there's no drama there. Like Primal is immediately like, no, 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 you, you did the right thing. Which but was like, a weird kind of 180 because he was pissed at Rat Trap a couple of scenes ago. I, he, he lets things go, man. Like, I mean, like... yeah, maybe just after they crashed, he like uh, uh, took another bong hoot and you know was got like, some clarity. Ugh. All right, nobody tensed up during impact, huh? We all good? All right, anybody get the the number of that bus? <laughs> and um, yeah, what's the the end dialogue is like? Well, I'm gonna do everything in my arsenal uh, to defend the 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 sparks. So we're kind of at like a last stand situation and i'm like i man, yeah gary very, like i don't know what they're gonna do gary is very much in a uh doctor strange we're in the end game now uh type type attitude <laughs> yeah yeah and um appropriately oh, this and episode separated, right because it's just him uh sorry primal cheetor rat trap yeah. in megahead and underground uh night scream silver bolt botanica and black arachnia yeah so well, the only good part of this episode is the setup for the next episode. Well, we'll we'll see how that turns out. Anyway, that was uh, the twenty fourth episode of Beast Machines. Here on Too Much Energon, we rate episodes of Beast Wars, Beast Machines, Beast Wars comics, Beast Wars board games, episodes of Transformers animated, whatever the fuck we feel like talking about. Weekend and Beast week out. Wars fan fiction. <laughs> we, we we might get there at some point. <laughs> Stay oh, tuned. Uh, Beast Wars. Uh, um, uh, uh, your gracious host Siege himself wrote a, a Beast Wars Christmas jingle. <laughs> oh right, right, that 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 is a thing. I did actually write that too. Uh, uh, anyway, so uh, we rate all of that uh, nonsense on the too much energon scale, which ranges from not enough energon to a sufficient amount of energon to too much energon it's basically bad okay good uh cal what are you giving this uh this magnum opus of an episode of beast machines it's not enough energon for me dog <laughs> yeah yeah my interest in the episode was like mega heads shields <laughs> <laughs> me <laughs> <was too>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna echo that. Not enough energon. Like I said, the last like couple of minutes of the episode are the only thing that stopped it from becoming uh, un- from getting the fabled uh, not enough energon rating. All yeah. the bullshit that happened, I don't understand what. Like, I can't remember the 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 next. I I've watched them before, but I can't remember the next two episodes because I haven't seen them in like 15 years. Um, but uh, I. There, there's no way that this needed to be a three-parter. Like all the bullshit that happens in this episode could have happened in like five minutes. 
It's a filler episode when they're in the last three, which is this is not the time to be doing filler. This is like the opposite of like the end of Beast Wars, where it's like they were doing shit. And then all of a sudden at the end, they're like, oh, 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 we're we're done. I guess we got to quickly like wrap everything up. Uh, Oh, fuck. What were those guys called again? The Vok. Oh, shit. Right. The Vok. Uh, the, the uh, you know, uh, possess the tiger and bird. Uh, right. Uh, what else we got? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, the, whoa, slow down, guys. Yeah, the the end of uh, Beast Wars felt very uh, rushed, whereas this kind of comes across as meandering, which it's is like they were ready to tell the end of this as soon as they took over Megahead. But yeah. they were like, oh, we have five more episodes. I... Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> What do we do? <laughs> okay, uh uh Gary says some Gary bullshit. Okay. Gary smokes the sweet sweet organics. Um rat trap makes more inventions. Uh oh right, plant sex. Uh what else we got? Um yeah, Cheetor anime fruit ninjas. Yeah, yeah, we've done that. Uh Blah, 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 Beast Wars once and for all. <laughs> blah, blah, right. blah, enter the dragon. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. Well, that was episode 80 of Too Much Energon. Uh, best way to support the show, go to patreon.com slash lazycomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. We're starting to get the $5 and up tier. You get hours each and every week, a bonus preamble audio of this and all the other podcasts we do week in and week out where we kind of just shoot the shit before we actually start recording the, the show proper. Uh, you also get a monthly-ish commentary track and uh, of a movie of our choosing and a bunch of other goodies. And at the $10 and up tier, you get to you get our weekly-ish uh, news and uh, current events program, Laser Comb Tonight. You also get to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on our podcast, the laser comb podcast. So uh, go check that out. Uh, Patreon.com slash laser comb. Uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash laser comb spelled the same way. Uh, you can follow the show proper on Twitter at too much energy on, or you can follow me at laser comb spelt once again, the exact same way. L A Z Z L A Z O R C O M B Cal. You are on Twitter as well. Yes. Word on the, the street is the word on the street, the, the 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 mean streets, the alleys of Galavarians. <laughs> um, is that you can follow me at NeoCal on Twitter, N E O underscore K A L. Uh, speaking of Galavarians, uh, we <laughs> the, we I talked about be- briefly mentioned Beast Wars comics. Uh, we. There is a currently running Beast Wars comic book uh, from IDW Publishing. It's going to be coming to an end soon, but we have a po- separate podcast uh, dedicated to that called Too Much Galavar. Uh, go and that's check that out. That's a wild ride, too. And that's uh, current. <laughs> yeah, it's current. Um, we just recorded. We we felt fallen really behind on it. We were several months behind on it, but we actually just uh, dropped a couple of new episodes of Too Much Galavar Uh uh this past week so and they were they're really good they're a lot of they were a lot of fun uh i i i think it's uh some of our best content recently so i'm gonna put a a link to um 
uh, to the Too Much Galavar feed in the uh, description of this episode. So go check that show out if you want to hear us talk more about uh, about Beast Wars. That is not strictly uh, strictly related to Beast Wars the show or Beast Machines. And find uh, out who or what Galavar even is. Yes. And where he lives. <laughs> and where he lives. It might be in an alleyway. Because the rental prices on in Iacon City are completely insane right now. You know how many hot dogs, uh, Energon dogs, are thrown away every day? We're, we're referencing a joke from uh, Too Much Galavar, Episode 6. So uh, go check that one out specifically. That one was an absolute riot for us to report. <laughs> Uh, we'll be back next week with episode 81 of Too Much Energon, where we will be talking about Endgame Part 2 when Legends Fall. Uh-oh. Legends of the Fall, even. Legends of the Fall? With a- Anthony Hopkins and... Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt? Is that about the Fountain of Youth? I... Or is that the one about... Uh, uh, bootlegging? Or both. It, it's set. I don't know. It was on like a. I watched it once, like twenty five years ago. It was set on like a farm or something. That's all I remember. Somebody goes to war. Yeah, yeah. There's a war in that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's been forever since I've watched it. Anyway, we're gonna get out of here now. I have been one of your hosts, the Siege, and I am your other host, Neo Cal. And until next week, I. I'm just going to leave the shields up and hope the ZPM holds out and that the Wraith can't uh, uh, can't dial into the gate. But I am transformed. <laughs> These machines.